Well, this is a thrill for me. I get to speak to the son of a champion Richmond player and a man who had an important part in Richmond's history. John Sheen, hello. How are you? Uh, good, thank you, Red. Let's, let's get the, the big thing out of the way first. Here we go. Without you, John, um, a large part of Richmond's history would not have happened. Can you take me back to 1965? Um, I think it was against St Kilda. Would have been about his first game too, I think, in 65, wouldn't it? You might have come off and he might have come on. Is that the sort of suggestion? Probably. Probably if that could have been right, yeah, I wouldn't be quite sure on that. That's a while ago, Red, yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, think, I think you can dine out on that one now, John, I think. I think, you can, <laughs> I think we can say that uh, for my father to come onto the field for his first game, um, someone had to come off. Fair enough, yep. <laughs> and that was yourself. Did you he say... played a few more than me, of course. I remember playing at Geelong, getting a senior game and playing on Roy West. It was a gun fall back and I kicked five points. Des Rowe was coaching and I finished up in reserves the next week. Did you say five? You kicked five behinds that day? My yeah. first game as picked in the seniors, I recall. Yep. Des Rowe was coaching down at Geelong. Yeah. Your father was a very famous fullback for Richmond. So what position did you play? Well, I played at centre forward most of my life and on the wing at Richmond uh, most of the time. But I did play a few centre forwards, probably a bit short for that these days. But I finished mainly on the wing my senior games at Richmond. Yeah. How tall were you, John? Oh, uh, six one. Okay. Yeah, my old man was only six foot, so but he was solid. Yeah. Um, let's 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 skip back in the timeline and let's talk about your father. We're talking about Maury Sheen who's part yep. of the famous Bulger Sheen O'Neill backline. Um, That's right. I think they had a nickname. I think they were the Three Musketeers or something like That's that. That's it. They were, yeah. <laughs> Bulger Sheen O'Neill. That's very famous backline, yeah. Your father played in the 30s, so I'm guessing you didn't see him play? No, I didn't. No, I think um, I was just looking through the records this morning, actually. They were in the, he played, at, I know, at least from 29 to 35, and a couple of flags with a Victorian centenary year flag, which I've got a, a gold medal. We played two premierships, yeah. Uh, what's the gold medal? What was, what was the gold? Is that the oh, premiership medal? It was medal? Victoria centenary year, 1934, I think, yeah, or 32. That... One, I'm not quite sure. I've checked it, but they all got a gold medal, yeah, for winning the flag. So by the time you've come along, um, Maury's long since retired and... Is he working or is he just... Well, he, no, he died in fi uh, at the age of 50 when I was uh, 14. I was playing in Ballarat under-14s, Ballarat East under-14s, in 1956, and he died that year. Oh. So I was only 14 when he died. But the only game I saw him actually play was in a, a game around when South Melbourne played Richmond as a 10 or 12, or well, no, no, 20 years after the, the actual game, I think, yeah, at the, at the Richmond footy ground. He played on Bob Pratt that day, but they were all past it. Had a good day, but it was a big crowd there. I still remember it. I was so, what what year were you born, John? I was born in forty two, so I'm seventy seven now. Yeah, I know. I know they had a they had an old timers match at Punt Road. It was a little bit earlier. It, I found in the paper in nineteen forty nine. That would make you probably forty nine. Yeah, that's or eight. Been, that could be that could well be right. And, uh, and that well be right. Yeah. And that was um, the nineteen thirty three. South Melbourne side, the Premiers, versus the yeah. 1934 Richmond Premiers. That's correct. Um, and it, yeah, you're right. Uh, it was, it was a yeah, that's correct. I've got a photo of the, uh, the Richmond and uh, South Melbourne blokes in the rooms after the game, arm in arm, singing a song. Yeah, really good. 
Well, for the record, Richmond won that day, 13-13, against South Melbourne's 8-6. Jack Titus kicked five goals, as Jack Titus was prone to do. Yeah. Um, Maury Sheen, your father, did play on Bob Pratt in this reunion yeah. match, and Pratt only kicked four. That's not bad. Uh, it's, a, it's pretty good, though, because Dad kept him pretty low. and had a good record on Pratt, yeah. Did, did your father talk much about playing on Pratt? Uh, not a lot. Yeah. He probably did a bit, but I'd see, I just didn't quite pick it up at my age down yeah. there, yeah. But, uh, he was a pretty modest sort of bloke, didn't sort of slow up a lot. I know we had the wet pub at Bungaree. We, he was a publican at Bungaree when he, when he died in 56, and we used to get uh, all the old commentator, Jack Dyer and uh, Lurie Richards, used to call into the pub at Bungaree on the way to Ballarat all the time, and they'd always talk footy. And those old fellas, it was quite good. And there you are as a as a as an early teenager. <laughs> yeah. And you obviously knew those people who they were, you know, Dyer and, and Yeah, and that's right. Yeah. Um, what was the was what was the pub like that he worked at? Oh well, actually, it's funny. I called in there last week, coming back from Melbourne. It's actually still open. It's only open a couple of hours a day, but uh, there used to be a heap of pubs in those days around uh, Ballarat and the Bungaree area. There used to be two full time pubs there, and it was quite active sort of pub but now it's pretty quiet yeah it was my job to sit out the front window as a kid and watch to see the policeman come out of his driveway on a sunday if we were trading which often we were just to let him know that he's come up to sign the book and everybody had to get out to the kitchen you see <laughs> you you were on watch john we i was yeah i, I hope you were paid for that yeah <laughs> i hope i hope i hope uh Murray gave you a few it's you know, good a few coins yeah. for that Oh yeah, so, so it was a good little setup. Was is, is your was is Maury and, and your family are they from Bungaree? Is that where you were born? They were born? No, no. Maury, uh, my old man come from Birchip, Narraport area actually. All the Sheens come up there, old wheat farmers, and he was uh, teaching. Uh, he went to St Pat's in Ballarat where I did, and and Richmond picked him up after playing. He played a few games on permit with one of the Ballarat sides. I think while he was just in teachers' college there and. Uh, that's how he got down to Richmond, and then later on, uh, being a teacher, when he died, he moved around country towns and finally went into the publican's job in about 50, 1950, I think. Right. Took up a pub at, um, at Underbull up in the Mallee, and then down to Bungaree, yeah. So he was teaching just, what, at like a, a high school? Is that what you mean? In primary school. Primary yeah, school. he actually taught Lou Richards at primary school, uh, he was telling me at one stage at Mount Albert or somewhere around there. Oh, and, uh, I've heard Lou mention that before. Yeah. It's a small world. It is, yeah. And uh, so then you're, you're, uh, you're sort of all located up in Bungaree at that point in the 50s? Uh, well, I was at Bungaree for about... I played at Bungaree as a teenager and uh, a couple of games of permit at uh, Ballarat East because Dad coached Ballarat East after he died for... One or two years, I think, 54 and 55. Yeah, before he uh, died. Before he died, yeah. And I used to go and listen to him make a speech. And next door was, funny enough, was Alan Killigrew, who coached Golden Point. Well, Killigrew was one of these coaches who jumped around on the table and yelled and screamed. Very exciting. Instead of listening to my old man, I'd go next door and watch this bloke carry on. Uh, it was quite an exciting time then. Yeah. I've seen I've seen footage of Alan Killigrew, you know, Getting very animated on the boundary line. He's an amazing man, yeah. Uh, I'm assuming your father's pre-match speeches were a little bit more subdued. Uh, pretty quiet, yeah. Pretty quiet bloke, yeah. Uh, Murray. 
Yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot of players end up going, you know, to the country to coach as well, and that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Seemed oh, to, yeah. Seemed, I'm, I'm guessing the pay must have been quite good as well. So it must have been. Yeah. Well, it wasn't much good as a player. I know when I was down at Richmond in the early days, but it's a little bit better now, except yeah. for this year, of course. <laughs> now, of course, the, the, I'm assuming the only. There was no other club that you were going to play with, was there, other than Richmond? Oh, I doubt it, no. I was pretty happy when I got an invite to Richmond, yeah. So yeah, that was good. All his history's there. We've got his scrapbooks about oh, six inches thick. He's got heaps of stuff. Could play on Bob Pratt all that time. He kept getting his photo in the paper and, <laughs> and a few controversies there a couple of times. They took the ball off him in a game when he used to do a place kick out from full back and he spent a few minutes digging his hole with his heel to put the ball in and umpire McMurray uh, was a famous umpire then took the ball off and go into Pratt and he kicked the goal on South won the game so that was in the paper for about a week after that that's actually yeah that's true that's a very famous moment actually he was penalised for time wasting he was, yeah. I don't know exactly what year would have been the early thirties. Well, yeah. It's not. He's not to blame. He just couldn't quite get the, the dirt and the, 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 the pivot, the bit of the Ah, that's the old place kids. Yes, that would have been incredible. But you're right because he played on Pratt. He's often yeah. there in the photographs, isn't he? When Pratt's oh, yeah. doing his marks yeah. or one on one. Oh yeah. So you're that's lucky, the, you know, because yeah. um, your Good. father wore number four. Number four, yeah. Uh, which yep, is a, a, a pretty famous number in Richmond's it history. It is, those days, yeah. <laughs> so do you, when you watch Richmond and you watch Dusty Martin, do you just think, when you see that number four, do you think back to your father? Oh, yeah, it's a great number because I wore, they like gave me four for a couple of years too, but I quite remember that. But but when you've got blokes like Roy Sart and uh, Dusty Martin and playing in it, it's a, it's a famous number at Richmond, yeah. I'm guessing you didn't have to... I guess in Richmond sort of signed you up because of your father. They didn't actually, did they have to come up and watch you play or anything? Probably. Oh, well, I wasn't too bad, really. I used to be able to get a kick or two. Yeah. But I played in the, uh, yeah, no, I played in the Ballarat League for, as an 18 year old. I'm still right there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I wasn't, uh, I was pretty light as a junior. And I went, did better when I got the bullet from Richmond after 62 and went to Sandringham and, Played in the state side there and runner up. I did pretty well in the voting, and they asked me back again. Graham Richmond was pretty keen to get me back. Yep. So that worked all right. I had a couple of good years then. There was a period of time there where um, Sandringham um, didn't really want to release you back to Richmond. That's right. Yeah. There was a bit yeah. of a clearance wrangle there, was there? There was a little bit there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was about the best years I had in footy. A couple of Sandringham. They were very good. I think Keith Burns coached one year and Hooker Harrison from Collingwood coached the other year, so they're pretty tough coaches. You've been, gee, good. you've been associated with a lot of famous names in football, uh, John. Yeah, oh, you get you go through them all there. It's been good. I'm glad that Richmond got you back because, you know, reading the newspapers, you know, the, the zebras, as they were, obviously, Sandringham, yeah. um, they, uh, they're saying, no, we're not going to give John Sheen up to you again. <laughs> so they must be, they must have been pretty proud to have you as their player and didn't want to leave you, let you go yeah, back no, down to the Yeah, they were a good smoke. club, Sandy. They were uh, very happy down there. It's uh, always better to go into a better league if you can get there. Was there much of a difference in the quality between the leagues? Uh, it was, six, was, was the early days of 16 a side. It suited me. Oh, yeah. Uh, with, I could run a little bit and I could run around and I wasn't sort of uh, the bustling type too much. I spent a bit of time chasing the ball and running around and getting it and uh, 
Um, it suited me really good. It's in our forward, particularly with no wings. You were able to run around a bit and get a few goals, yeah. Were you, left, were you left footer or right footer? No, right footer. Not very often the left, but no, it's, at those days you saw now had to have one foot. Uh, there were a couple who could have kicked both, but not many. I think Skilton was about the first I come across who was equally left and right foot. Yeah. There weren't many in Luke footy even who practised for the left foot. Different now, of course. The um, yeah. when, when you've when you've come down in '62, at the same yeah. time, there's also um, another player who was the son of a Richmond champion. Um, that player was called yeah. Jeff Strang. That's right, Jeff Strang. The well, I sent a photo down to the Richmond. Uh, Museum, I think a couple of years ago, myself and Jeff, a terrific photo. Mm. Um, to the fellow who looks after the museum yeah. there, Roland. Think we, Roland? Uh, that's, that's him, Roland, yeah. yeah. Lovely guy. So it's probably it's a great. Yeah, I was a great motor strangies. I used to knock around with him and uh, <coughs> Peter McLaren and Rodney Robinson and um, um, Johnny Chivers and <laughs> Brian McMillan. They were from the country and uh, we used to knock around together down there. The strangies a good character. Lad. I've uh, well, I, I I I've spoken to um, John Shivers. Uh, yeah. I've interviewed John, um, and um, I can only assume. I mean, uh, Jeff was the son of Doug Strang. So, right. um, yep. did you find that you two had something extra in common because you were sons oh, of yeah. former well, players? We knocked around together. Yeah, it was quite good. Yep. We decided to go up to his place at uh, Albury and have a weekend or two up there, and he'd come up to Bungaree and. Uh, Knock around quite a bit together, getting a bit of mischief. I can't remember. Was Doug, would would Doug have still been alive by then? No, no he had no, passed he'd early. Early too, yeah, quite early, yeah. Because there was yeah. also um, Gordon Strang as well. That's right. They were on the same team as the old man. They were a very famous part of it. Isn't it great that you continued that sort of connection when you came? <laughs> yeah, to yeah it was good. Yes, no, it's all very good. Now, yeah. Jeff Strang, for those who hadn't seen Jeff Strang play, who might be listening to this, he was he was a fair player. Oh, yeah, good back flanker, yeah. Very quick, very good kick. Yeah, and I can, good sort of player. I can understand why Tommy would have liked coaching him. Yeah, yeah. Move the ball quickly, that sort of thing. Yeah, no, he's on the job. He played in the Premiership too, Jeff, in 67. He did. Yeah, they kicked me out in 66. I missed that one. It was a bit unfortunate. Yeah. The, uh, we got one every game reserves that year, though. It was very good. Yeah, so in '66, you're playing reserves. The Richmond are undefeated, yeah. and they go all the way to the Premiership. Yeah, it wouldn't have happened at all much. I wouldn't have thought it with many teams, if ever, at all. You must have been a powerful team, John. It was a good team. I remember Roy Sart played only one game in reserves, and that was that grand final. And I got the famous. Well, I tell everybody that I kicked the ball to Royce, who marked and he kicked the last goal, and we won by five points. That was you? That was me, yeah. And uh, um, So it was something to hang on to. With, with that a... was the other game Royce played in the reserves. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that was, um, that, and he only kicked that with a few seconds to go, I think. That's right. The, the yeah. suggestion is. Yeah. Um, so, uh, who was coaching that year for the reserves? Uh, Dickie Harris, I think, would have been. Oh, no, John Nick, sorry. Johnny Nick. John Nick coached the reserves. That's right. Yeah. He did too. How Dickie was... Harris coached before that. How was uh, uh, John as a coach? John Nick. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, he's good. Good. Go straight down the middle. Ex policeman, I think, wasn't he? <laughs> you did what you were told then, Britt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, whatever the coach says you do. 
That's right, yeah. Or else, or else you're in trouble, have to run laps or something like that, do you? Yeah. With, with, with training, um, were you working at the time, John? Did you have to get away from work Yeah, I was train? a teacher, yeah, I was training. Yeah, I was, uh, wasn't a great, great training because I've never had any, not a lot of stamina, I've all off the mark, but then there was a stamina. Freddie Swift and myself used to be the, always, I knew do a couple of laps at the finish of Butt Road and we'd be the last two coming in every time. We just couldn't keep up. Swifty was much the same as that. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll cut you some slack, especially uh, Fred, because he was a fair player, Fred was. <laughs> he was very good, yeah. You would have had yeah. a nice connection with him because he was a full back. He was, yeah. You know, yeah. like your father. Beautiful drop kick. Excellent player, yeah. Tragedy would happen to him. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you, did you get to meet many of um, your father's teammates? Uh, just the odd ones that come to the Bungaree pub. Gotcha, uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, like, did you ever see uh, Bolger? Oh, no, I, I think I sat with his son at the at one of the games uh, one day, yep, yeah. Yep, or how about um, Kevin O'Neill? Yeah, no, I don't know. I may have met them, but, you know, we didn't get to the footy much after I'd finished. Oh, right. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I hardly, I've only seen one at, I'd see one game a year on average, I reckon, yep. since I retired, yeah, because being up in the bush all the time, don't get down much. I do love how you were also a school teacher, John. Yeah, You're yeah. following in your father's footsteps everywhere. That's right, yeah. Yeah, my mum was a school teacher too, so we're all in it, yeah. Oh, is that maybe, is that, so is that where Maury sort of got the, the school teacher sort of vibe from? Uh, possibly. Yeah. Well, well, he went to teacher's college, he married a school teacher. Yeah. Um... In Ballarat, so you know, that's what happened. Yeah, the rest of them, I think a few of these other brothers were farms, little farmers. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. At the same time in the 60s, uh, John, apart from senior football and reserves, um, the, the league would sometimes have a night series. Yep, that's correct, at South Melbourne. Yes, yep. what was that like? Oh, that was terrific. I played in a few of those. Um, they, the actual ground was packed. You know, they were all standing room, just all shoved in. They were very popular. Yeah. Um, I remember playing a couple of games and it was a good experience. It was the old South Melbourne footy ground, yeah. It was like, a, it, was a, it was a night series, wasn't it? Is that right? Yeah, it was. I think it might have been before. Was it a practice uh, before the season started? Probably. I think some of them occurred before or in the middle for those, or at the end maybe for those who hadn't yeah. reached the finals sort of thing as yeah, well. Yeah, there weren't many of them, but yeah. they were well attended, I know that. Yeah. And were they played seriously? Uh, yeah, my word, they were serious, all right. Okay. The lighting wasn't 100% like it is now, but <laughs> you can see the ball. Yeah, that was, I remember playing a couple of them. It was very good. I can imagine the lighting there in, you know, we're talking 60, in the yeah. mid-60s, would not have been strong. No, it wasn't good, no. It, it would yeah. have been difficult to see. <laughs> yeah. Do you, remember, do you remember Len Smith? Oh, yeah, he coached me. I, well, that year I was at, I think it was a 65. I was a grand three coach, I think, when Len died and uh, Jack Titus took over. That's right. Yeah, um, and something else happened that year. We ended up having three coaches, I think, in the one year. Yeah, it was yes. amazing. Yeah. Uh, might have also, Dick Harris might have also coached. He could have. He might he have filled have been, in a coach yeah. for, for a Short round or so. That's right. Because yeah. Len had a heart attack. He did. Um, and then, you know, they've had to... Uh, the year. Try and fill fill that void quickly. And Len took yeah, Len took over then. Did to coach a couple of years. What do you he remember? Of, what do you? How was Len as his coaching? 
Oh, he was great. Yeah, no, very quiet, but, you know, he knew what he was talking about. And he, he'd always, you know, he'd give you stuff to read and oh. his thoughts on footy was a bit of a study time for me. Yeah, it was an interesting thing, yeah. There was a bit of homework to do, was there, John? Yeah, he was good like that. And even when I went to Mildura after I left, he... He said, call in, and he gave me a lot of notes that he'd made up over the years on coaching, and I took them up with him when I went to Mildura. I coached Mildura for a couple of years up there. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah, it was good. Was, there a, good was there a bit of Len Smith in your coaching style, do you think? Oh, yeah, a little bit, yeah. I yeah. never got too excited. Yeah, but <laughs> it worked all right <laughs> sometimes, yeah. I need to know Jack Titus. Jack Titus is coach because um, he had... You know, he had stopped, stopped playing for about 10 years or so. He was on the yeah. committee, I think, at that stage. That's right. How was yeah. he? Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he tried to get excited a bit. Yeah. Jackie, it wasn't much of him, but he'd get the message over. So the skinny yeah. Titus was, was, was a good description. Yeah, that's right. No, he never ever put much weight on but pie cheek and kick goals. Yeah. He, he did. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think Dad, Dad might have been secretary, yeah. Uh, one year to it, Richmond Footy Club. Who's, I think it's about 39 or something. You're right. Yes. Because yeah. he might have been on the committee at one point, I think. He uh, could have well been, because being secretary would have been, yeah. Yeah, they like to have a lot of their former players on the committee. Yeah. Like, yep. like Bolger was on it for a long time. That that's right. Um, oh, yeah, Martin Bolger, that's right. He's, he was there. Yeah. Now, Tommy Hafey famously then came in to Richmond. Yeah. Did you have uh, a good yeah. much to do with Tommy? Oh yeah, Tom was good. What did he was his sixty six? Was it his yes. first year? Spot on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, it was good. He was good man, Tommy. Very good. Treated everybody the same. Very honest and uh, hard working. Well, yeah. he had come from Shepparton. Yep, yeah, right. Um, so from the country. Good coaching record. Yeah. Yeah, good coaching record there. A, a different yeah. league, obviously, compared to league football. Yeah, but he seemed to be quite a personable person. He sort of oh, with terrific everyone. man. Yeah, that's one of the best experiences in my life. Going down to his funeral and the, just the support he had in the funeral area that day. Oh, I don't know whether you went, Red, but it was a fantastic day. We all stood around the MCG there when the car went round. It was a terrific day. Just had a lot of respect from all the Richmond people. I know that. I, I was there, and it was there where I met uh, Peter McLaren that day. That's him. That's right. He played with my father in uh, 62 in the under-17. That's right, yeah. When Dad first yeah. came, and Bill Romeo was the coach. You'll have to catch up with him and get a few tips on him. He's got a couple of good racehorses going around. Oh, okay. Moment. We could do with the money at the moment in this, in this climate, <laughs> to be honest, John, I think. But, yeah. Um, Tommy was a fitness fanatic, were you? Oh, yeah. No, I wasn't. I was a phys ed teacher, funnily enough, and oh. it was my job. But uh, I was, as I said, I didn't have a lot of stamina. But I was fit enough, you know, off the mark and that sort of stuff. But, um, yeah, I've just kept myself reasonably fit enough to do enough, I think. But Tommy was – he'd go swimming every morning in the beach. He was really into it, yeah. And, and the weights, he would ask, you know, if the players want to do some weights as well and that sort of thing. Yeah, we had a weight room there in the old – place it's a bit different now but it was just the old room next door behind charlie calendar's little office there yeah do a few weights i was going to ask what what your memories of the actual punt road facilities were like yeah well they were pretty rugged you right. just get in this little tiny door and there's a small room on the right and, um well, charlie's little room on the left he'd keep an eye on you make sure he didn't pick, take an extra pair of socks or something he'd go mad 
And then as soon as the left was this little social room with a few weights in it, that was about all there was to the clubhouse. It was a pretty rugged little setup. Now, for those listening, Charlie Callender was the uh, the head trainer for you know ten million years. Long time, yeah. And he had he used a- to ride his bike there. To, to, he's a Richmond boy, wasn't he? He used to ride his bike to the uh, ground. Yeah. And he did see it outside the Lawcliffe pub or one of those up Swan Street there sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that, he's just, it was just parking it there, uh, John. <laughs> no, no other hidden agenda there. <laughs> but he also had, uh, we've come across it, he also had a, a ledger, you know, filled with just every itemised item. Oh, that, yeah, you couldn't get away, didn't you? No. Yeah. Well, it was, I mean, it was, you know, the club didn't have much at that stage, oh, did they? No, so, no. So you were, you were probably given, were you given apparel at the start of the year, were you, like a sock and a oh, jumper? Oh, I think something? you one jumper and one pair of socks. Yeah. I think that's about it. I can't remember getting much more. Yeah, and that yeah, had to but... last you for the year, right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> now they get a different jumper every week, I think. Different <laughs> colours are changing. That's, that's exactly Amazing. right. What, yeah. what are some of the grounds that you remember playing at, John? Uh, well, Fitzroy uh, ground was uh, get a little bit wet, and Moravan particularly when St Kilda were there, that was a shocker. Hold on, I have to I have to catch up oh, this one. Um, oh, yeah. You said that Brunswick uh, Fitzroy's ground can get a little bit wet. That's an understatement, yeah. isn't it, John? Yes, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, good wet weather players, so Fitzroy boys. Yeah. Oh, were they right? Oh yeah, good. Tough side, Fitzroy. <laughs> that's because they had to train on the ground <laughs> during the wet. That was amazing, yeah. Um, St Kilda, you said, yes, Moravan, right? Yeah, Moravan, yeah, pretty rugged there. Um, I think much of the grind are the same, but Collingwood used to play at Victoria Park, of course, and Carlton. Yeah, uh, I don't know interstate teams, of course, when I was playing. Did you play down we at Geelong? Have a, oh, Geelong was the first we'd go away, I think. Yeah, that was, yep. Geelong crowd was pretty good down there. How, how would you get down to the game at Geelong? Uh, just take a car, yeah, yeah right. just drive down. Yeah. You just had to be there at a certain time. <laughs> we be. did play one game in Sydney, I remember, in, um, what year was it? Uh, in 1965, um, which was before, well before Sydney and we came into it. Just, I think it was a practice match against Fitzroy, it was. Yes. Um, I've still got the, the fixture of it all. It was a terrific game. Do you know why they decided to play up there? Was it an exhibition? I think, uh, yeah, an exhibition match and trying to, I think, their first thoughts of getting teams in Sydney. I don't know, but it's a long time before they actually did it, 65. Um, yeah. I was, got, I was just looking through stuff today and I found the fixture for it. Really? Interesting game, yeah. The, um, that, I'm, guessing you're, I'm guessing you were probably there for a few days then. Up in uh, a couple of days, if I can remember, yeah. Had to fly up there probably. Yeah, well, that would have been a big trip for us. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> wow, that would have, uh, the expenses there yeah. at the club, that would have been, um, had to be double-checked and everything like that. Oh, yeah. No, things are pretty tight. Gosh. Now, yeah. you went, after Richmond, you went to Sandringham again? Or not? Yeah, Sandringham, yeah. 63 and 4, yeah. So, Richmond let you go at that stage yeah. in 62? Yeah. They let me go, yeah. Any reason why, or you just weren't finding a place uh, in the team? Well, I was mainly on the verge of, Seniors and playing most of reserves for it. He only had that one game, or maybe a couple on the bench as well. Yeah. Um, but then I had a couple of good years at Sandringham. That's why they invited me back again. Yeah. Um. What 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 was the strength of your play 
on the field? What made you um, a good player? Oh, I think speed off the mark. Uh, um, was able to get in, you know, take a couple of yards and get in front. Um, I played till I was 40 and oh, wow. uh, actually kicked 100 goals. 100, I was the first player to kick 100 goals in the Millerwell League up in the Mallee. I kicked 129 goals from when I was 40 um, and I retired the next year. But I was able to do it because I get out the front pretty quick. By that time, I had a pretty big stomach. I was behind. You could sort of edge them out with your arms in the air, you see, and take a mark. Your, your so, father would be very proud of you, John. Yeah, well, that's, yeah that's the way he played. But, 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 yeah, that's right, yeah. Just using your body and all that. Yeah, that's right, yeah. 129 yeah. goals at the age of 40. Yep, that's one of my better achievements, I think. You're you, downplaying that a bit, John, you're right. Yeah, well, I wasn't sort of fit enough to play at centre-half forward then. I was a bit slow, but I could still get out the front, of, you know. It wasn't a bad kick. Were you, uh, were you someone who led for the ball, or did you just sort of put yeah, yourself led, in the goal yeah, square? Yeah, yeah, I could lead, all right. That was the idea. Yep. Now, John, I'm going, I'm going to guess you you barrack you still barrack for Richmond. I do. Does, yeah. does the whole family, the Sheehan clan, barrack for Richmond? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, you'd want to have a good reason not to. Most of the few cousins go for Collingwood. I don't talk to them. Yeah, but most are pretty good. I was going to say they're not invited to the reunions. <laughs> no. <laughs> if that's the case, do you find, John, that many people? come up to you and recognise the surname and wonder if you're related to uh, Murray? The odd two, because the people who had seen my dad play are not around anymore, that's the thing, but a lot of them do remember the name yeah. uh, of the older Richmond supporters, yeah, but it's a long time ago when you think about it, isn't it, when they were playing footy? Yeah. Wow. But anyone who studied Richmond would understand that the great teams of the 30s yeah. yeah, it's fantastic to go there now with their new support, you know, the 80 or 90,000 people. And the, the noise they make, is, it makes you chill, you know, it just gives you a tingle. It's fantastic. It's so disappointing not to have them there now. At the moment, exactly. Yeah. Um, I hope they'll get back to something like it was. And, you know, uh, we think back to the 30s and football was a much simpler thing back then where, yeah. you know, the players had a full-time job. That's right. Would train a couple of days a week. Your father would have trained, you know, a Tuesday yeah. or whatever. That's right. He, Tuesday, he, Thursday. Yeah, and then you know, if he didn't work on the Saturday, then he just gets up, has his lunch, and yeah. probably hops in the car or whatever, and goes to you know South Melbourne or whatever yeah. to play on Bob Pratt. That's it. Yeah. Did you get to meet Bob Pratt yourself? No, I didn't. Um, I don't think so. I know he. Uh, you still lived in South Melbourne. I'd, he did, yeah. Yeah, I went to Wales Pub one day and I thought, they think he actually goes there, I think, a little bit, but um, I don't think I actually met him. I, I met him once. Yeah. Uh, they, were, they had like a team of the century night where he was, yeah. he was up for a nomination for full forward of the century. Um, so I got, right. I got to meet uh, Bob Pratt then. He was a big man back then too. Yeah. Um, so, um, but he could jump. So, Amazing leap, yeah. Couldn't like he? Coleman, just jumped straight up in the air, yeah. So I think there's a few photos where your father's maybe underneath that big jump, is there? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of them, yeah. yeah. The step ladder? Yeah. yeah. He used to stick his arm out there, old man, and get it most of the time, but Bob was a bit high sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> when, when you think back of your time at Richmond, very fond yeah. memories, what, what, what sort of comes to mind? What are the, the great moments that sort of 
you're, you're happy to have achieved? Um, well, I just being in the, the tie, winning team, you know, we won a few games at 66. That was a good year. Mm. And um, it just being in the atmosphere, if you won a game, the fan, it was a fantastic feeling after the game because in those days I come off pretty lean season system. Yeah, true. So it's a great feeling. You could sing the theme it's song. Just right, if everybody's terrific. You know, you catch up and now I go to that, that Tommy Hafey day that uh, I think his, his brother Peter still puts on at the pub. Mm. They all return uh, one day a year at the end of mm. November, I think, or December, early December. Mm. And they all catch up with all the players that Tommy coached. Yeah. All turn up there. It's a really good day. You were... <laughs> You were at Richmond at a really interesting time in the 60s, just before they're about to go on their golden year. That's right. I think, was it, what year was the first year they went to the MCG as a home ground? It might have been 65, was it? Or it 66? was, yeah, yeah. Ray Dunra's present. Oh, yes. I, that's another achievement. I, I, I didn't know it was, but I saw on the Richmond notes the other day that uh, I was the first one to kick a goal at, at the MCG on Rich, as being Richmond's home game. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I can't remember it happening, but uh, I, that's sort of one of the questions they were asking. Who kicked the first goal at Richmond same game at the MCG? God, I, even I wouldn't have known that. <laughs> no. <laughs> even, even, the guy, even the guy who kicked it didn't know. No, that's right. You, well, you didn't think of it then, yeah. But it was a much, it, it helped Richmond's game plan much better, didn't it, playing on oh, the bigger ground? It suited the game, yeah. They were pretty quick, Richmond, like the open spaces, and yeah, very, very good. Uh, most people handball, but you'd probably know one bloke who didn't do a lot of handball. Yeah, he, remind, he likes to remind me of that very much. <laughs> he handballed me one day, I can tell him that. Thank you very much. Oh, you we'll, we'll take that out of the interview, I think, John. That, <laughs> that, that can't go to air. Um, uh, your memories of my father, very quick, I'm guessing, as a player. Oh, yeah, no, very quick. Yeah, yeah it's very sure with his hands and very accurate kick and run like buggery. He always wanted to do something with the ball himself. He wasn't keen to share it, but that was an asset as well because he usually got the job done. Yeah. Let's go through a few other people from this time. Uh, Francis Burke. Yeah, gentleman Francis. Very tough, very direct, terrific fella. Catch up with him now and again at, at the uh, Johnny Perry's old pub. Oh, yes. How about um, Royce in, in the seniors? What was he? Royce, yeah. Royce was down there trained as a kid. He was always a terrific mark. Royce had trained. He'd know a punt road. He'd, he'd go up in the pack and he'd take more, more than not take the mark. You know, you can see in a tremendous pair of hands mm. and a good sidestep and being a left footer. Yeah. He always got a nice kick away. How about Billy Barrett? Billy, yeah. Bugsy Barrett, yeah. He was good too. He was, well, he was... Tremendous drop kick, and uh, he could long strider and get out of the centre and drill yeah. it right up the full forward. Yeah. Beautiful move, Billy. Yeah. Also, he also had at that stage a great ruckman, and Neville Crow. Neville Fifty Crow, yeah, a bit of a cage to Neville. <laughs> He's always in there and tapping the ball away. Always wanted to get in the mischief. Anything. Oh, really? Neville. Yeah, he did. Yeah, you wouldn't believe it, would you? <laughs> You're joking. <laughs> he used to get all the ads going. Of course, our footy trips away, and he had a big weekend up at Super's Paradise. That was it. Now they go around the world, I think, something to do. Yeah. So the club sell, uh, the club shouted a, an end of season trip to Surface Paradise. Did it, just a weekend, yeah. Oh, gosh, that was pretty good. Yeah. So you so flew up there and um, yeah. relaxed by the pool. That's right. Yeah, no, it's terrific. A couple of good trips. 
That's incredible. John, um, on behalf of all the Richmond supporters uh, who who maybe saw you play, or on behalf of all the Richmond supporters who maybe saw your father play. um, That would be fantastic. (laughs) We want to thank you for um, your contribution to Richmond and for keeping the Sheen name going and, and for the number four, keeping that going as well. Um, yeah. keeping that lineage going. It, it was. It would have meant a lot to people in the 60s to see the number four running around the ground and knowing that the surname was Sheehan as well. Yeah. Good on you, Red. Thank you very much.